Don't you know who I am? I'm the Domino, bitch! Bots doing their job? Awesome! Welcome, folks. It's Couchcast time again. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlarg. The famous Paul. It is Jeff. Famous Paul's back with us. What? Hooray. Yay. Yeah, number 36, folks. So uh, welcome back to Week of Geek. And there's there's been some stuff. There's been some kind of big stuff, actually. Really? Yeah. Nothing major. I have been so engrossed with work, I have not really been looking at the interwebs. I've been monitoring all week. Making mental notes going, hey, that'd be good shit, and then completely forgetting where I found it. That's been my week. Well, what do you have, sir? Uh, we can give, should I just start with Weekend Geek, or should I just go start with the shit you don't care about? Let's uh, find out what we don't care about all right. first, and then we can... Like, all right, here we go. Better. First of three things you don't give a shit about. Number one, bloody disgusting receive word the Warner Brothers Pictures has been looking to redo Mortal Kombat. I heard about this. You are absolutely right. Nope. I do not with Oren a not. shit. Or, if you're talking to Paul Mattingly, you're not. Oren Uziel in Talks to Write, based on Midway's popular 92 video game. I love Mortal Kombat. W- would you Would you subscribe to a reboot movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? The first wait, film wait, wait, actually wait, wait, was wait. almost good. Yeah, I kind of kind of liked it, but yep, I, I kind of like the first one because I haven't seen it since I first saw it, and I think it's best. I think if I watched it now, you I'd hate it. Probably. You didn't have the worst taste left in your mouth? After the second film, I didn't really. I don't there think was I a saw that. Film? Yeah. I, saw, I think they even did a third film. No, these just the two. Dude, I saw why? The second one, I think on cable or something, or maybe rented it. It's very bad. I know the second one is very bad. What's it called? Uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, not Armageddon. Is it called Armageddon? Might be something like that. Something generic like that. Yeah, the Armageddon was one of the the games. Actually, what was it called? Oh. Apocalypse, maybe. Yeah. Um, here, well, it starts with an A. Tell you in a second. Now he's going to look it up. Absolution. Internet. Well, in the meantime, uh, news number two, shit you don't care about, William Shatner to host a Monday Night Raw next week. What? Each week, Raw geeks get an actor or pseudo-celebrity with all the power of Vince McMahon himself. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. I guess Dennis Miller was a, was a big shithole <laughs> when he, uh, when he hosted. guest hosted Raw. Seth, yeah. Green, did, Seth Green did it. Uh, Shatner's done it. Um... Uh, uh, God, Trump's done it. Uh, yeah, just, why it's not? it's like they just throw any celebrity in there, and Mike then Tyson they're all like, oh. Mike Tyson did it, I think. I think. Did you, you find out what it, what the t- title was? Uh, I'm looking at. Stay right look, now. he's still going. Mortal Kombat. And this is it. This is the third thing. This is the best news ever. Oh God. Best ever. Tony Hawk Ride Two is yeah. in the works. Blarf. Yeah, Boo. the game that failed so spectacularly is getting a sequel. It was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Annihilation. I knew Annihilation. it was an A. I knew it was an A. Annihilation, uh, which was and there Tony Hawk. Also, Ryan. a TV series called Mortal Kombat Conquest. There was. Let me tell you, yes. the TV series Super Whack, the cartoon Super Whack, crazy. The cartoon was crazy, not good at all. Uh, but what was good. Was Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks? Was that uh, what was that? What Very, it was a really good game, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. Yes, the animated series was called Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. Yeah, it's terrible, <laughs> but it's also funny in its terrible way. Why don't you look up an episode or two of that, uh, Barry? Um, how about uh, no the realm? Okay, because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh boy. Anyway, now I'm here to tell you I love Mortal Kombat. I was so sad when Midway folded. Ed Boon, I hope, still has some control over it all, and I hope they can make another... My The biggest thing that got me excited was the fact that they're saying there's going to be a new movie. means to me there's going to be another game, and probably they'll come out at the same time well, like the, two years from now. The rights to the Mortal Kombat franchise and name were sold, so um, I don't think... Um, Ed Boon's Ed still got to be connected to it, though. Oh, God. Control over oh. it or, oh. oh, no. My heart is breaking. Anyway, Did you was, like you like you like the DC Mortal Kombat one? Yeah, right? and, and Mortal Kombat versus DC was really fun. Good game. Who, who's your favorite fighter in that one? Yeah, uh, Green Lantern. Nice. He's cheap. Who, who's your favorite uh, fighter overall in Mortal Kombat? In all of Mortal Kombat, yeah, without the DC. Uh it's a real tough. 
it's 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 either Baraka or Raiden. It's Raiden probably. Raiden. Yeah, Raiden's my favorite. How about what? you? What you're not? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, not, I don't love Jax. He's super cheap, but I don't love Jax. Raiden is my favorite. Dude, really. I have never been good at Mortal Kombat. No, I didn't say. Every I didn't say good. Who's your favorite character? Uh, I liked playing Raiden. I was never very good with him. Um, every time I could like suddenly get the moves, I was like, "Ha! I got the oh counter move." And. I, I never got to face anybody that gave me any time to, to learn the game, and the machine was too difficult. You couldn't change the difficulty settings on the machine. I would make it to like, I would, I would finish like the first opponent, I would get to the second opponent, and the second opponent would slaughter me. <laughs> that sounds about right. So it's like, you know what, after a while you just realize, I'm not good at this. I like Charles Nelson Riley. He was His moves were sweet. <laughs> yeah, what was his fatality? Um, he would slap I'm you. I'm the secret square. Now, there it is. Wow, you played this game before. Secret I see. Square crush. Nice. Now, what was the third topic that we just discussed before we got Tony, off on our mortal combat? Tony Hawk Ride Two oh, is getting us. Oh yeah, because yeah, what I was gonna say is, how does a game that is shitty and was getting poor ratings and nobody liked the peripheral get a sequel? Probably just as an apology to the people that bought it, saying, well, "Okay, we fucked up. Let's uh, let's fix it now." And with a two. But that that. You know, that Tony Hawk franchise is just a stack of money. It made so much money over the years. Well, not is, not but, this time it didn't. But this not was like this the time, first it game. It's like, a, you know, a tiny little chink in the armor. This nothing. is the I first agree. game with Tony Hawk's name on it that was an utter failure. Yeah. It, it did not sell well. It was poorly reviewed. The peripheral was deemed dangerous. Yeah, no, it's, it's junk. It's junk. People were falling off of this thing. Sure, no, it's junk. Sure, it's, they're falling a few a, inches, but they're falling. It's a dumb idea. No, no, like falling over because you can't get yeah, a decent not, balance on good. it, and you literally tilt too far, and you fall. Yeah, you what? haven't heard these stories? N- what, nerds have bad equilibrium? <laughs> you must be joking. I mean, Video games are not sports simulators. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me the, two the, buttons. The one comment I read was like, if I wanted to fall on my ass, playing a skateboarding game, I'd go outside and skateboard. That's what it gets yeah, to. At least ultimately. I can fall on the carpet. Yeah. Well, okay, I just yeah. remember the first <laughs> Tony but, Hawk. But I don't think, well, okay, well, there's other obstacles, but yeah, falling and almost hitting your head on the coffee table, I don't think is a good... I had that first Tony Hawk for Some my Dreamcast. I loved that game. I played it a marathon session the first time I got it for eight hours. Nice. I couldn't move. When I got up, I had vertigo so bad, I couldn't stand because of the way the camera worked and everything. Right. I gave myself the worst case of vertigo. I couldn't wow. stand Nice. Up. Yeah. That's it took me like 20 minutes just sitting on the couch going, <sighs> And I admit still being a go, fan. Hello, if... hello. No, hello. no, he didn't. Before you even go there. Thank God. But uh, I, I've, I've, always, I've always enjoyed this series. I mean, it's had up its yeah. and downs, but overall, whenever it's come out, I've played it. and I've played everything except like the last two. Not necessarily to completion, but pretty far in at least. Sure. But, uh, but it's, it's great multiplayer too. But it's that, it's that peripheral. I just yep. didn't care, and That's apparently right. I, I shouldn't care. No. So uh, here's hoping they go back to a real Tony Hawk game eventually. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's news you don't give a shit about. And except, I didn't. Except Mortal Kombat. I care very much about I care deeply yeah. about Mortal Kombat. You know what? Actually, I'm going to pull this out oh boy. before because this actually fits in there because I found oh, this in my latest. Oh, Nobody wants to see that. Latest issue of. You know what? If you do, don't say it right now, and it, right, if we cut the podcast right here, it's a porn. <laughs> <I'm gonna> pull this <laughs> it's out. All porn. It fits right in there. Yeah, it's, this, this, is, this, is a, this is a perfect fit for what, for what, we're, what we're doing. Proceed. What we're all doing. Baby and Me. Oh, yeah. For the Wii. Oh, I heard there about it this. This is in the uh, the edge. There's, you know, baby, there's always been baby toys that cry, but now there's a new level interaction. Baby and Me for Wii is a mewling infant simulation, which just about passed the out there filter. But the special edition comes with a doll that connects to the Wii remote in some way, and it does all the crying, gurgling, and giggling. Stick the Wiimote up in the doll. Yeah. With, Guess with, what Torgo's <laughs> getting for his birthday. With the tinny speaker. And if you know if you have a balance board, then the fun really starts. You can rock the baby to sleep oh. and so on. So it's a ba- that you stuck the Wii remote up to baby. Yep. And you then have a baby simulator. I like it. Uh, you you do. I don't like it. I, I think I. You know what? If there's a, if there's a shake the baby mini game, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> shake that baby. 
the be how, how much would you pay for a special edition of Baby and Me? Samba de Baby Me. Arriba! Shake the baby! Maraca child. So I just throw that out there that yes, we games are not getting any better. Well, now see, you know, we hate on the ride thing, and it was a whack peripheral. But what about a Mortal Kombat that comes with like an inflatable stand up dummy that you have to have to punch and hit? Maybe. I don't so know, so your opponent pretty much stands still is what you're saying. I would hope. <laughs> so, I wouldn't want one coming at me. Well. <laughs> what would be the challenge? Yeah, this is Mortal Kombat. I don't know. But it would be interesting to pull off a fatality that way. We'll Wouldn't say that. that. Cool? Or maybe like after like 50th round, if he lose, <laughs> finally does kill you. <laughs> actually kills you. <laughs> 50th round actually comes to life, yeah. gets the electrical charge. <laughs> he kills you. <laughs> God. <laughs> Builds up static electricity. And steals, and steals your baby alive. Madison, Wisconsin, hello A man serving life prison for first degree intentional homicide Lost his legal battle Monday to play Dungeons and Dragons behind bars Kevin T. Singer filed a federal lawsuit against officials at Wisconsin's Wapoon Wapoon Prison Wapoon Prison Wapoon? I want to be a, sent to Wapoon. It's an Indian tribe, right? Uh, but, uh, is that where they put the tribe? The Wapoons? <laughs> that would be horrible. It's probably the name of the land it was put on. Wapoon. Wapoon land. Arguing that a policy banning all Dungeons and Dragons material violated his free speech and due process rights. Why is it banned in prison? Oh, you wait. It gets better. Prison officials inst- instigated the Dungeons and Dragons ban among concerns that playing the game promoted gang-related activity... And was a threat to security. Singer challenged the ban, but the Seventh U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals Monday upheld its reasonable policy. As a reasonable policy, excuse me. Dungeons and Dragons players create a fictional character, play out their adventures, often working together as a group to help of complicated rules. Singer, 33, has been a devout player of the fantasy role-playing game since he was a child, according to the court ruling. After the ban went into effect, prison officials confiscated dozens of Dungeons & Dragons books and magazines in his cell, as well as a 96-page manuscript he had written detailing a potential scenario for the game that players could act out. Prison officials, harsh, man. Really harsh. prison officials enacted the ban in 2004 after an inmate sent an anonymous letter expressing concern about Singer and three other inmates forming a, quote, gang focused around playing the game. Singer was told by prison officials that he could not keep the materials because Dungeons & Dragons, quote, promotes fantasy role-playing, competitive hostility, violence, addictive escape behaviors, and possible gambling, according to the ruling. Wow. The prison later developed a more comprehensive policy against all types of fantasy games, the court said. Singer was sentenced to life in prison in 2002 after being found guilty of first-degree intentional homicide in the killing of his sister's boyfriend. <sighs> the man was bludgeoned to death with a sledgehammer. Wow. So yeah. let that be a lesson to all you nerds out there. You think of going out and pulling some heist shit, they're going to take away your geek. That sledgehammer must have been like plus six deaths. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, you don't even really need all the books. All you need is the dice. I didn't see in there that they took away his dice. Well, he could carve them out of stone. If the man's, yeah, if the man's already constructed a ninety-six page, uh, you know, adventure, adventure quest. quest. What's the word I'm looking? The, the, the what was the Unabomber's thing? The manifesto. Yes. <laughs> He's made a D and D manifesto. Then uh, what's to stop him from constructing his own? Uh, fantasy game and instead calling it not a fantasy game or something and just you know playing that well I, my guess is that knowing this if they knew this guy if he got around a table with people and dice started rolling they'd be real suspicious I I gotta say I wonder if they LARP in prison he's probably not fun to <laughs> you don't want to know what yeah, the prize yeah, is they, yeah. LARP, they LARP in prison called <laughs> the behavior in the showers <laughs> they called tonight? tonight you play the woman Exactly. <laughs> At least they rock, paper, scissors We're LARPing. We're LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> Not against prison rules. Oh, wait. Now it is. Uh, <laughs> Boo. So, yeah. So it's dangerous behavior. Gang-related behavior. That's a hard thing to... So you know, every other Monday when we get together, we are we plotting stuff for a gang? We are gang, dude. We don't even wear any Violence, gang colors. Gambling. Well, yeah. That kind of goes with it. Violence and There's gambling. There's drinking. It's mainly me. So yeah, maybe it is a bad influence yeah. overall. 
a gang, but we don't slang a bang. We just smoke trolls and goblins like it ain't no thing. <laughs> and that's why we keep Paul around <laughs> for the rhymes. Yep. Thank you, NWA. It's the reason and the rhyme. <laughs> All right, this is from nerdbastards.com. I like these people. Nice. People of UK will get the chance to ride Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right, I'm happy with that story as it is. I think I remember hearing about Sega's this, corporate headquarters has been riding Sonic ride. Sonic into the ground for years. Sega, as in getting to ride on the first ever Sonic the Hedgehog roller coaster. Wee! Sega Europe Limited and Alton Towers Resort announced their partnership to guests to experience Sonic in a whole new way. The ride will be called. <laughs> <laughs> <Sonic>. <laughs> That's what got you? <laughs> really? In a whole new way. As a roller coaster. Sonic Spinball. Just like the video game Fart. that came out for the Genesis, it'll be a pinball-themed ride. Fart on that. A the, pinball-themed roller coaster. Why don't they call it Sonic the Roller Coaster? Why don't they call it Puke the Roller Coaster? Why don't you make, first make a pinball game? Oh, balls. <laughs> Never mind. Go on. Uh, there will also be a Sonic-themed room for guests getting the chance to play Sonic the Hedgehog games, which will hopefully get to play more of the older titles. Both the room and the roller coaster ride will be made available February 13th of this year, and the partnership is said to last for three years. Is there a Sonic-themed uh, um, snack bar where everything is made of methamphetamines? <laughs> there's, a, there's a snack bar, and then, of course, next to that, there's a Sonic-themed restroom, and the toilets have blast processing. <laughs> <laughs> God. And loop-de-loops? Always loop-de-loops. Always loop-de-loops. Yep. Here's, here's the big. This is the Makes big news. Shit upward. This is the big news. On a similar Universal Studios Orlando sent out a press release detailing the specific rides and shops that would be part of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I can't wait for that. When it opens this spring, Neat. 2010. Yawn. No, this is great. I love. Listen to you. Come on. You're such Potter's a hater, cool, dude. Potter is great. I I cannot get into it. I'm sorry. Aww. I tried watching the films. Boring, yawn, oh, yawn. killing me. Right it's now, somewhere, blood. Deb hates you. I, I'm sure, blood. but you know what? At the same time, I've had this discussion with her when we used to work together. And I, you were wrong, because Harry Potter films are fun. Well, I was told I was allowed to have my opinion, even though I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Deb. Yep. Well, for those of you who do care... Excuse me. This is kind of how it's laid out. Across the street from the entrance will be Zonko's, the joke shop. Next to Zonko's will be Honeydukes, the candy shop. Three Broomsticks and Hoghead Pub will be adjacent to one another. Universal claims they'll feature traditional British fare and drinks, including butterbeer and pumpkin juice. Across from the Three Broomsticks will be the Owlry, which the press release says is where you can roost and await the owl's next delivery. Paul only cares if he's got if they they serve his chip buddy. Yep. Chip buddy's if fine. They serve a chip if buddy. it's it's traditional British fare, I'll bet you you can get it. I'll bet you can. I'd like so them to nasty. serve that to me on Hermione, please. Oh. That's what I was going to say. Where's the Hermione ride? Yark. Watch, she's 18. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I want the Hermione ride. You must be this tall and this long to ride the Hermione ride. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun. Ollivanders, which is the Harry Potter b- books known as the Wand <laughs> Shop. Where the wand chooses the wizard. Yeah, you know what? I actually saw a thing online about that. They just talked about it, but they didn't say how it would work. Yeah, it just says that it's, it's going to be an incredible interactive experience that copies the wand choosing the wizard mentality. Yeah, so it's going to be an attraction. I'll tell you how that works. You were the only one not caring. You keep your snores to yourself. The, the wand shop. A wand jumps up and goes, I like you. <laughs> Give me thirty dollars. <laughs> mom and dad are like, Mom, oh, please, damn. can I, Mom? Please, uh, chose me, Mother. I can't not give it thirty dollars. You know, this other one chose you over here for five ninety five. No, it's made of plastic. It's a Harry Potter has a right on it. Phoenix feather in it. <laughs> Lord, that's the problem with that. All those wands are gonna like be cheap ass plastic, and they're gonna say Harry Potter and all this shit all over them. I want if I'm gonna buy a damn wand, I want a hand carved. You know what you I want mean? That, the wood of the last want, tree on earth. I want a wand that has a squeezy thing at the bottom of it that shoots water. I want, I want one that it to shoots be like, acid, and, and <laughs> it's gonna be like hydratium, and just squeeze. 
and <laughs> squeeze water on people. Lubricata! And it just squirts you. Spoochtastic! Spoochtastic! Yeah, spoochtastic! That's the spell. That's the spell. Spoochtastic! Spoochtastica! And Hermione's covered. Oh. Ejaculate Maximus! <laughs> Gerb. New York. <laughs> I choose you. I think we found a title for this oh, episode. God. <laughs> oh boy. Filch's emporium of confiscated goods, oh, which will say, be oh, Filch, not, not Felch. Felch, correct. Filch's emporium. You know what Felch means? Of Google confis- it, kids. Of confiscated goods. <laughs> confiscated goods, which will be full of Ministry of Magic and magical creature merchandise. Would that be like the Lost and Found. <laughs> lost kids. <laughs> yes, the final store in Hogsmeade will be Dervish and Bangs sell the Quidditch uh, Quidditch equipment. Oh wow! Try Wizard apparel. Oh, Quidditch equipment, great! So kids are gonna throw the the beaters around or whatever they're called. Oh, the the watch yourself in there, yeah. Uh, you know they'll probably just sell like the the sports apparel, and that's about it. I doubt anyone's actually gonna buy a bludger or a beater or maybe they'll sell a, a remote control snitch snitch. A flying snitch. Oh, those would sell. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would How certainly sell. How would they work? Dude, like those little remote control helicopters. Yeah, just like... Oh, it's yeah, got wings. Oh, Fucking yeah. thing's got wings. Snitch has wings. And so far, only two rides have been named for the park. Dragon's Challenge, a twin high-speed roller coaster with many iconic elements from the Triwizard Tournament. And Flight of the Hippogriff, which is a family... Flight of the Hippogriff! Family coaster <laughs> simulating a hippogriff training flight over the grounds of Hogwarts Castle. I love it. The Flight of the Hippogriff. Do you get to go to Hogwarts Castle? And that's where the biggest thing is. Inside Hogwarts Castle is the ride Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which will be, quote... Mm. Really- Again, Hermione. Thrilling new state-of-the-art attraction that uses entirely new technology to bring magic and characters and stories of Harry Potter to life in ways never experienced. Now, they have this set up as their own kind of persistent world that this is not just... It's based on both the movies and the books. The world has its own bad guy. And the bad guy is Salazar Slytherin, the founder of... The Slytherin House. Oh. So he will actually haunt various parts, apparently, of this uh, this whole world and be like the ba- the center bad guy of the place. Okay. So I like the fact that they got this continuum going on with this location. What about um, what about like taking magic classes? What about conjuring up fucking demons? That's what I want to do. I don't know. It doesn't, and it, and it doesn't say anything about shows either, so they're not going to have the, the Harry Potter magic show. Unless... There is, there's apparently an unlicensed show going on around the corner oh boy. called Dumbledore's Dirty Broomstick. I don't know if anyone wants to see that necessarily. That's but... that's the 5 o'clock show. The 7 o'clock show is Hermione's first time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Paul, wasn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Anyhow. So on a whole whole different note, avatars now. Hold on, hold on, we've got some Hermione porn online. All we... All we want, all we want, is a Harry Potter slash fiction place. We, wanna, we don't want a real theme park. We want a place devoted to slash fiction. So what? No, it, so it's just a stage, a podium, <laughs> people to get up and read with a bunch of cheap hookers just like Hermione. That's it. And we'd be happy. But, you know, this will be like for the adults. While the kids are going to the theme park, the adults can go, hey, come, come in this room over here. It's for you guys. Come like, on over to Dumbledore's dirty broomstick. <laughs> like a Barnes and Noble reading. This is horrible. Hagrid's house of horror. <laughs> Hagrid's hot and horny house. <laughs> God, the bestiality. That's right. You're just scared of animals. I fucked a giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it in its eyes when I did it. Are we really still on this? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Are we really still doing this? <laughs> I fell asleep like ten minutes ago. 
And I wake up and we're still on this. Yeah. I can get you some pictures. Trust me, no one one out there has fallen asleep on this at all. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Anal Beads. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. Then who says you can't write porn? (laughs) Harry Potter and the Order of the Two Dicks. Harry Potter and the Half Bloody Spurts. There's a winner. There's the winner. Uh, Avatar. Harry Avatar. Potter. Avatar. Tell me about Avatar. Harry Potter gets AIDS. <laughs> that one's for the schools, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's like an after school special. And a very special Harry Potter. Harry Potter catches the AIDS. <laughs> the AIDS. <laughs> Oh no! Anyway, Avatar. Tell me about Avatar. Hey, guess what? Please. It's now officially the highest-grossing movie of all time. Yay! At I least worldwide. I gotta go see it. You still haven't seen Avatar? I oh, know. Like, dude, he boat. just got off. The he just boat. got off the boat. It's terrible. See Avatar. It's awesome. Well, I it, almost got there this week. But... Contribute to its highest-grossing film. Oh, I freaking ever. Gotta go see it. Yep. Only, only behind Titanic nationally, but worldwide, it's blown it away. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny, Cameron has the number one and the number two worldwide spots now. That's a man that commands his price. Yep. AMC. Well, at least he works mm-hmm. for good for the most part. Yeah, thank God. They might only get a movie every ten years, but at least it's going to be a damn good movie. Yeah. AMC has officially ordered a pilot for The Walking Dead. The series, the series has been oh, thinking about it. Or the pilot, director. I don't believe so. Fra- uh, director Ooh. Frank Darabont apparently wrote the oh, script there you go. based on the uh, Kirkman comics. And if all goes well, we'll see it on a weekly basis later this year, early next. Now, Darabont did the Fog movie? Uh, the Mist. The, the Mist. Mist, right? Also yeah. did uh, Green Mile, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Cool. So, uh, great work. He yeah, Shawshank? He's, yeah. He's nice. a great guy. That's great because uh, The Walking Dead is a very... Uh, emotional piece. This is a man who takes his horror seriously. Yeah. So that, that's it's good to see I in this sort of really hands. Good. But again, he did the writing. I don't know who will be the do- director on this. So that could go a different direction. Hopefully he's a part of it, but no promises, right? Oh, gosh. Still yeah. early. I just hope it's true to the source material and does does good with it because yeah. it's such it's it's so very it's a good great great it's yeah a great narrative. It's just it's so well paced. It's just ridiculously good. Yeah. It's you'd say you know. Somebody could have go out there and write their own weekly zombie show, but uh, it wouldn't get any better than the story you got there. I just hope it's not too, quote unquote, based on right. the original, because that would suck. Well, maybe. Depends how it goes, but I'd rather it be pretty faithful. But at the same time, if it was completely faithful, you won't be surprised. Yeah. According to MarketSaw, a blog focused on 3D motion pictures. An all-new Gremlins movie is in the beginning stages. I heard about this, too. Apparently that was because of the really good commercial they had. It got some buzz going, too. And more interesting, it will be in 3D. And rumor has it that Joe Dante, the director of the original, will be uh, back to take the project. All right. But it's not clear whether Gremlins is being remade or if it's going to be a continuation of the story, though. And they're also uh, saying that uh, Lucasfilm is saying that uh, Ghostbusters 3 may be shot in 3D as well. Well, cool. Nice. Well, I definitely will take the staff of the Mogwai to the premiere of Gremlins 3. <laughs> yes. And wonderfully enough, that staff of the Mogwai, Gizmo on top, is actually holding 3D glasses in his hand. Yes, he yes, is. He that is. would be so appropriate, wouldn't yep. it? See? It's a harbinger. Yep. <laughs> we brought it upon it. Billy, Billy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been waiting to talk about this for a little bit because this idea is so interesting. But, Harry uh, Potter and the Order of People He Will Fuck. <laughs> Harry Potter, Which Hermione's order? Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Bad news for those... Bad dudes? Bad dudes. Bad dudes, the movie Bad Dudes? You'd love they're it. They're going to do a movie about bad dudes? <laughs> and they're only going to go to the right. By I'm Uwe Boll. I'm bad. President Roddy's been kidnapped. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. For those of you who picked up some of the classic arcade titles on Xbox Live and can't wait to play them in Microsoft's new game room, looks like you'll have to repurchase everything you want to play with your avatar in the 3D environment. God. Wait a minute. What What are you kidding me? Game Game Informer learned this recently that the Microsoft rep who went on to say it's because 
game room titles are different from the Xbox Live versions. Uh, In fact, it sounds like they're more old school and not revamped, well, as the rep puts it. Kind of cool in some respects. Fortunately, you're going to pay a small price. As previously announced, all the games will sell for 400 uh, points, points to play on Xbox 360 and PC, or three dollars, two hundred forty points for the game on one platform, or forty points, or fifty cents, two quarters worth of playtime. So it's oh. for, for a one-time hit. Interesting. But for those who've already shelled out four hundred for the centipede millipede combo, you'll have to pull the wallet out yet again. You're, are you familiar with the uh, game room? Barry? I am not. This was Microsoft's big announcement from CES. Yeah. The uh, they're going to have your own avatar game room, which is going to be all classic arcade titles like like true emulation and twenty six hundred in television. They say they're going to have a a thousand titles available within a, a year. Something like that. It's going to be like that that home stuff, right? Except but it's good, not. Hopefully. Yeah, it's, you're not going to be wandering around and such. It's going to be a lot easier. Behind some other asshole going, well, yeah. boy, I hope I get to bowl. You have your own game room. <laughs> friends can visit your game room. You can play your friends' oh, games for free. What? For like one or two times. Oh, so nice. So it allows us free credits for friends. That, I mean, it's getting closer to what it's really got to be, and. One, yeah, that's yeah, good. Well, that's what it needs to be. Well, I think where it hits hits me most in the heart when it comes to twenty six hundred, the idea of playing the original combat oh, that'd be online. Really oh, that's yeah. such a neat, fun idea to oh, me. A simple player versus player sure. combat. Yep. Over at oh, Xbox Live, I'm so there. Fun. But it's, but it's but it's not just you know doing the biggest titles. It's also doing stuff like Tutankhamen. You know, so it's. It's gonna cost me a bunch of money. That's all I know. Yeah. So this is this is good. This is <laughs> gonna hit in the spring. That is my weakness is classic games, and it's it's exciting. Um, one of my weaknesses. so they're they're experimenting with true arcade and old console emulation. Yeah, that is that is an interesting thing about you, Paul. Is as addicted as you are to classic gaming, and how many times you've purchased and repurchased that, and have like versions of it on so many different consoles. <laughs> yeah. Cause I yeah, cause I'm hooked. I love it. Yeah, I've got tons of emulators and yes, I've been fooling around with emulators lately on the computer. It's been a it's been a ride. Mm-hmm. It's the time machine. It's good fun. I made a game with zombies in it. I oh, love that game. So fun game. According to Gamer Bytes' breakdown of indie games platform sales over the past year, it sold outsold every other game on the service. Wow. Moving 160,000 units at a dollar a pop. That was what the secret was right there. No, the secret was the song. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I made a game. It's got dollar. zombies in it. <laughs> it brought in $112,000 in profit for its humble developer, Scott Studios. Wow. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. That's, it's great to see that working out well for somebody. Yep. So is Ska Studios anything more it than just like one dude a in a, you know. It's probably like two or three dudes tops. And it really, and one of them is a songwriter. That's all it really came down to. So kudos to you, Ska Studios, for entertaining us all. It was a it was an amusing game. It's an amusing song. Yeah, people bought it just to have the song. I mean, there's not there's really not a game out there that I won't buy for a dollar. Yeah, like if you made every game. Do you own the fart game? Huh? Do you own the fart game? No, because it's not a dollar. How much is that one? It's like five or six dollars. What? X fart. Yeah. X fart is X fart and rocket fart. There's two of them. X fart's the one that I think is hilarious. You know what? They should bring it down to two bucks, and I think they can make it happen. It goes fart. (laughs) The one that you sit and giggle at the television for hours on end. He does, folks. Fart. Ridiculous. Fart. On a side note. Fart. Uh, Here we go. Fart. You know, it, it, speaking of that, uh, the app catalog uh, for my Palm Pre has been rapidly increasing number of titles and so forth that are in it. And I have to say, it it, it saddens me to no end that there are no less than six fart emulators. <laughs> <laughs> people know where the profit is, man. In the app money is in dick and fart jokes, people. Get it through your head. Um, Learn this, is, this dark lesson this, about humanity. This is very important. I can't find any Harry Potter <laughs> porn parodies. There's got to be something. They yeah. have porn parodies yeah. for Twilight, for uh, 
Of Star course Trek there has to be. I for mean, the Cosby show, for freaking 30 Rock, and yeah. I can't find one for Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. for, for God's sakes, Barry, there's a porn actress named Sherry Potter. Of course there's got to be. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong places. I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you need to learn the internet better. <laughs> You need to learn the internet, Barry. What the fuck is the internet? It's a series of tubes. <laughs> okay. Well, the BBC has a ton of great IPs under its publicly funded belt. According to MCV, the Brits are looking to change that, currently seeking out developers and publishers to turn Doctor Who, Top Gear, In the Night Garden, and other properties into games for the Wii, DS, iPhone, and Facebook. It's about time Doctor Who got some good game treatment. I'll tell you the game I want. Here we go. It's the IT crowd. Give me the IT crowd game. What what would you like to see in that game? Uh, I would like to see a game where you play Moss and you have to get out of embarrassing situations. This course, so kind of like a a a text thing or like Yes, a, it should be a it should be a scrum like a or a scum engine. Like like a Mass Effect kind of conversation tree. No, it should be more like old school, like Day of the like Tentacle. It, oh, so like Zork, like graphic Infocom kind of stuff. Yeah, Day of the Tentacle type. <laughs> Before I make my comment, I have to ask: When uh, Splinter Cell, the one where you get to talk into the mic, okay, is that was that Splinter Cell or was that Rainbow Six? Rainbow Six. Yeah. Um, did it work well? Did the mic it work did. well? It was strangely enough, it did work okay. well. Okay, well then they can do a Gordon Ramsay show <laughs> where you got to say your food is shit. You're fucking <laughs> retarded. You shouldn't be here. You should quit and go home. You should learn to cook donkey. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll go ding ding ding. You win. Ding ding ding. You've insulted the people to the point where they're changing how they cook and they're getting off their fat asses. And you know, doing it right, and that'll oh, be like the Gordon Ramsay. The, that'll be like the F word, the uh, the Xbox game. There you, you go. Know, I, I, Todd and I actually both do like the Gordon Ramsay show. Oh, Man, I love, I love the Hell's Gordon Kitchen. Ramsay my channel. Wife, my wife loves his stuff. I can, I like it. Okay. The BBC America is the Gordon Ramsay channel. It kind of is, is in the yeah. daytime, especially. It's love crazy, it. yeah. It's and you know what I time. love? I love the British versions of Restaurant Nightmares. Of Restaurant yeah. Nightmares, it's so the good. American so version better. sucks. So much ass. It really I does. I'm at a loss for words as to describe how much ass the American version sucks. It's like they yeah. tone it down way yeah. too much. They for tone US it down audiences. and they repeat and things like, really? over and over again. And the guy walks in the door. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Wait, seriously, do I need the music? No. Well, I I like the level of failure in the British version because it's just amazing. Some of these some of the people are just playing because at the, the it's always the same on the American versions. Things are going to shit. Uh, Ramsey comes in, fixes everything. Everything's okay again. That doesn't always happen on the BBC. Yeah. Sometimes Ramsey's like, oh, uh, "This is just too fucked." There's bad endings. <laughs> I, I, these people are done. <laughs> I'm and, sorry, I'm out. And when they get almost get to the break, they don't say "coming up soon," and then they rehash the things, thing. and then they show you the whole thing, <laughs> and then as soon as the break comes back, they go back again and they show you what they just showed. It, it, they stretch out time yeah. in the American version so much, it's just not even worth watching. Well, and, and then uh, I, I haven't seen enough of the American versions of the Kitchen Nightmares, but I know like a few of the British ones. It's like he, you know, he buys them new equipment and he turns their kitchens around and you know props up their their chefs and gets the managers out of the kitchen and stuff. And then he comes back like six months later, and it's all gone back to the way that it was before. And yeah. it's just yeah. like. It, People are it's, stupid. It's not the traditional U.S. happy ending, which I like. I like the fact that it's like yeah. they're like they're going Things back and saying, "Okay, work. this yeah. is what happens when you know the cats away, the mice go right back to playing." And and, and it's yeah. like, and he just like, I did what I could. Well, then here's a bigger question: Are reality shows over the pond more real? More real? They're probably less scripted, yes. but. Less scripted. Once you cross like the that. ocean, shit gets real. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking as a man who knows. Yep. It's true. <laughs> yeah, where did you go on that boat? Uh, mostly the Mexican Riviera and then a couple of times through the Panama Canal. So nice. you did not go across the ocean? No. I was uh, figuring since we were in Miami, across, you went to the Caribbean for a while. Sea. I went across the... Uh, Caribbean. Oh, so you don't know. That's what you're saying. I know. 
<laughs> I've seen oh, the I movie. Know. I know. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I saw the movie. You can't tell me. You don't know. You didn't see the You're movie. You're not my father. You're not my dad. <laughs> Harry Potter's my dad. Hey, Dave Diaz just became a fan of the Ugly Couch Show on Facebook. Dave wow. Diaz is a pimp and a gentleman. I enjoy his company. <laughs> there are two he words is, you never see together. Let me tell you, no, Dave's got an amazing collection. I am he really very envious of his collection of uh, maquettes. Of everything. Well, everything. He's got a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. He's a, man, he's a man after my own heart. He's got a, he's got a bunch. I mean, like boxes and boxes. Well, thank of, you, Dave, for becoming a comic fan. books yep. that are in great condition. Um, he's got collectibles. He's that the kind of man I want like, to be. Oh, I was going to buy one of those, and they sold out. And you actually found one. Yeah, he's got a lot of rare stuff. He jumps on that shit. He does. I just told him he's a gentleman and a pimp. Just like I got Tatsunoku vs. Capcom, which I will talk about in an episode soon. Can't wait. Tatsuhuda? Tatsunoku versus Capcom. What the hell's Tatsunoku? Japanese animation studio. They are the ones behind Science Ninja Team Gachaman. Gachaman, man. And a bunch of other stuff. Tons of other stuff. But Gachaman's the stuff that I love. Battle of the Planets. Speed Racer. Oh, yeah, that's all you. Is Speed Racer a fighter in this? Uh, <laughs> no, they tried to work it out. They they had all kinds my show of is lame haha. <laughs> they had to have they had all kinds of balance issues with the uh, the character roster and he and Phoenix Wright and a couple other characters kind of got put down to the knocked off the block. But they just know, couldn't hang. If things go well, if things go well enough, another one comes out. Who knows? Hmm. In the meantime, that game. here comes Cold Space. Cold Space. It's a new comic book series co-written by Samuel L. Jackson and L. Calder and Eric Caldron, drawn by Jeremy Jeremy Rock, to be published in April by Boom Studios. Okay. Jackson and Calderon have previously worked together on the Afro Samurai animation, See, uh, but this is their first comic book together. Blech. And the central character. Afro Samurai is like a comic book. Well, I know the video game is horrible. Oh, uh, the what? You, the, the show is just whack. I haven't really seen it. Exactly, buddy. <laughs> it's whack. Well, the, this is. Let's see if this is different. <laughs> <laughs> An on-the-run outlaw crash-landed on a planet in the middle of a civil war. Oh my God! The poor guy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Was he hurt? What circumstances? The character is modeled on Samuel L. Jackson himself. Of course. Oh, well, that's different from Afro Samurai. And it's, uh, he was also, of course, the art model for Nick Fury on the Ultimates comic book, and he's in the upcoming Avengers yes, stuff. Yes, great. And Bleeding Cool recently broke the story that Vinnie Jones is doing the same thing with Howard Chaikin for the Noble comic book TV series. What is he going to do his uh, juggernaut again? <laughs> I'm the goddamn juggernaut, bitch. So, I'm the I'm the tit fucking juggernaut, motherfucker. So. <laughs> I'm the ass raping, ever loving, monkey eating juggernaut. <laughs> so you didn't like his juggernaut? Is that what Good you're trying to Christ, say? Christ, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. Guess who I am? The thing is, I like Buddy Jones, but that was a juggernaut. I am a juggernaut. You get a prize. So what prize is that, Juggernaut? The prize is this. I'm the Juggernaut. That's quite a prize, Juggernaut. Enjoy. So are there any other celebrities that you would like to see put into comic books as actors? Uh, like their facsimiles? Yeah. Being placed into... Uh, yes. Yes. This would be a dream come true for me. Okay. Oh, I always contended that Michael J. Fox would be the perfect Peter Parker Spider-Man. Ah. So it can never happen in filmic world anymore mm-hmm. for many reasons, but I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that's neat. Because I like I, that. I, I always wanted him to be Spider-Man. I still think he could. Well, he could probably still do it if he wanted to. He's, I always he's thought cool. William Shatner would be a good Kirk. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. And no problem. Glad you. Glad that's, you put some thought into what, it. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm the lipstick wearing Thigh Master Juggernaut. <laughs> I'm the Hermione Spoojin Juggernaut. <laughs> it's on my mind now, man. I can't get rid of it. It's there. Dude, when is it not on your mind? When I'm not talking to Paul about Harry Potter. I'm the toilet cleaning foosball playing Juggernaut. 
Germany-based Battleforge developer EA Phenomics' latest project is Lord of Ultima. What? A browser-based tile, title reviving almost 30-year-old Ultima RPG franchise as an online strategy game. Ooh. In Lord of Ultima, players will build and manage unique city in a fantasy setting, interacting with other online gamers doing the same. Mechanics and presentation are similar to Blue Byte Software's The Settlers real-time strategy series, though it will take place in the Ultima universe. Game is currently available to play for free as an open beta. Hmm. Browser-based. Hmm. That's, that's where, it, where it catches me, too. Browser. Right when you said browser. I probably would have been excited if it was a retail release. Yeah, and I've seen browser-based games, and they're poo-poo. I'm the browser-based juggernaut <laughs> with poo-poo. And I, and I have to say, Ultimate... And Hermione! And Hermione! Ultimate is my favorite RPG series of all time. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely adore it. I would really love to see it get some true love again one day. Please, Lord British. Lord British. Now, there's a hands? guy who can actually... He tools around with the name Lord British. What, Dude, Garriott's a pimp. Garriott's yeah. earned it. Yeah, he's earned it. He's got. He built his own castle. He went to space. Went to space. His castle has secret doors and shit. Man. But I guess, literally, I guess that trip to space kind of spoiled him. He's done with games. He's like, it's all about space now. Well, yeah. I guess. I think if you space, launch me in space, I'd be like, fuck the couch really cast. Like, I think. I think space. it's time to go to space. Really? Probably. Maybe. I mean, how do you top that experience? That's pretty much. I don't know. Not, you know. I don't think I could do it with a gotcha man fighter. I'm the astronaut juggernaut. Well, that's kind of an interesting uh, thing because that <laughs> if you that pilot is, a robot, that dinosaur. is an actual real life um, condition with with astronauts. Is that once they've achieved that, you know, like if they've gone to space, they've walked on the moon. It's like they've lived their ultimate, you know, fantasy, and they've achieved everything that they're ever really going to achieve in life. So they're constantly chasing that feeling of accomplishment for the rest of their career. It's kind of like some ex-football player in high school looking back and saying that was the best years of my life. Yeah, exactly. That, Al Bundy, kind of Polkai. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a real life um, psychological condition. There's a lot of people I know who were at Star Trek the experience and are like that now. <laughs> who peaked at Trek. <laughs> who peaked at Trek, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I had some peaks and valleys there. Definitely. I was fine. I, I, I fond memories. It. it was some of the best times of my life. But I, I was also pursuing uh, other interests as well. Right. Trek wasn't my only love. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again. Oh yeah, my god! Like and one day, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll peak. I'll ride that robot dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> over Tokyo and fuck Linda Park and Trisha Helfer with dildos made of hundred dollar bills that are on fire. <laughs> After that, you know, beating like the next Xbox game really isn't going to do much for me. I'm the army caught balloon, not juggernaut. You <laughs> got a dream. Have you I mentioned that Paul's going to be making those juggernaut comments <laughs> while I'm doing all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll hire him specifically to do that. And that's yeah. why it'll make a great YouTube video. And I'll pay him in pie. <laughs> and he'll take it. And I'm so will Hermione. Cobbler juggernaut. <laughs> ah, Hermione. Oh. Why are you my target for this evening? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's such an easy target. <laughs> Alright, now I'm looking up Hermione while you look. give me the next news. Research currently being undertaken by the Office of Naval Research is showing that video game training is having a, quote, surprising result in helping military personnel adapt to the challenges of fighting terrorists, according to a story on the Department of Defense website. <laughs> surprising to who? Ray Perez, oh, a program surprise? officer for the Officer of Nav Naval Research's Warfighter Performance. That is a lot of words for that it group is. department. It is the Office of Naval Research's Warfighter Performance Department wow. offered a comment on the group's research and what they've uncovered so far. Quote, we have discovered that video game players perform 10 to 20 percent higher in terms of perceptual and cognitive ability than normal people that are non-game players. Using the term fluid intelligence to describe the field adaptability, Perez believes the cognitive advances gleaned from playing games can last for up to two and a half years. He continued, 
We know that video games can increase perceptual abilities and short-term memory. They allow the players to focus longer and expand the player's field of vision compared to people who don't play video games. We think that these games increase your executive control or your ability to focus and attend to stimuli in the outside world. Neat. My response to that? Well, duh. Yes, but <laughs> it's... it's, uh, it's... I, I guess it seems painfully obvious to those of us who are game players. Right. But it's like it, it, it takes some kind of a major million dollar study to to signal to the rest of the world that hey there are benefits to this it's not just a time wasting mm-hmm. underhand eye coordinated <laughs> juggernaut <laughs> And Magic the Gathering improves your hand-eye coordination for tapping. Is that the? Uh, no, Magic the Gathering improves your coordination for fapping. F- fapping. Magic the Gathering improves. I'm the Magic the card the card game playing juggernaut. I'm the. It makes you smell like an order of jalapeno poppers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what it does. You point up Magic, you start to stink. I'm the jalapeno pepper popping juggernaut. <laughs> Omni afterthought juggernaut. That's all the news I got, gentlemen. That's that's the news. Well, I got some news. Um, Emma Watson's kind of cute. <laughs> Look her up on Egotastic. There's some good pictures of her on there. Oh, all right, <laughs> sir. Thank you. Just recently posted. She did some magazine spread, like. Uh, Let me tell you who did a magazine spread. <laughs> oh, no. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, who? who? Oh, Amanda Bynes, she's hot business. Yeah. Well, I don't think I know who this like is. Twenty now. Yeah, 21. she's like twenty-three. Really? Yeah. Okay, older than I thought. Yep. She's, she's very too old. Funny. Then she's hot. Get out of here. No, she's. I'm kidding. No, I did see the. She's the magazine. a spicy meatball. I did see the maxim that she was in. Uh, yep. Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty since good. my IGN stopped or whatever my electronic gaming monthly. Stopped. I have a subscription forever to that thing, mm-hmm. and now it, it transferred over to Maxim now. So I get it transferred it. to Maxim of all things. Yeah, yeah, so I get Maxim. I don't know, man. She looks real young. Who Amanda Bynes? Yeah, I have to say it's maybe she, well in the in the new Maxim. No, just in general. Well, she's a yeah. She most of her stuff was done when she was young, but mm. yeah, she she started when she was in her she's early much older now. Do your EGM is getting revamped? I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. EGM's coming back to a full magazine format with all the original players, shoe and. All the. I'm glad Shoe's coming back yeah. instead of Milky. So I think Milky's probably kind of a dick. I love my it's gaming magazine, so bring it on. Absolutely. Cool. And I don't know if you caught this, but Game Pros really changed their uh, style. I don't, I don't know if they're influenced by Edge, but they are taking more of a. They did this whole editorial. It's like we realize that the core of the people that read this magazine are adults, so we're adjusting things so that it has a more adult. Uh, nice. Thoroughfare to it that we're actually exploring gaming conventions and what could mean for other things. And so they're they're getting deeper, and I like it a lot. Well, well, I mean, for the last seven years or eight years running, my age has been the median age of gamers. Yeah. Yeah. I have aged directly in line with the median age of gamers. I think this year is the first year where there's a a disconnect. Like, it's uh, now I'm 35. And I think 34 is the median age right now. Okay, uh, something like that. But it's still it's very close. And it, but it but it but it kept increasing as I got older too. Yeah, our generation is is you know yeah, it dragging was, it all along. It was 18 to this 34 first, for most of the last yeah, decade. This is the first time that uh, that I have not had a regular subscription to a, a magazine, a paper magazine, coming to my house. I stopped getting Game Informer because I don't have my discount card anymore. Mm-hmm. I stopped getting uh, EGM because it stopped. That right. was my favorite. And then uh, Play Magazine right. just got ridiculous. Yeah, yep. it really started to oh. go to the anime and really Every, just... Well, I don't oh, mind a little anime cover. I don't mind a little. I don't mind, I don't mind anything so long as there's, an, there's a voice to it. But it was nothing but a commercial. Yeah. Everything was a 9 or a 10. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> and every shit game that got no coverage anywhere else got a cover story from them. And I was like, look out. Here comes Darksiders. Get ready. Here comes Wild West Adventures. What? Yeah. What? What magazines I are agree, you subscribed cause... to right now, Paul? 
Nothing. Maxim just comes because I was subscribed to the other one forever. That's it. What are you guys getting? <laughs> I think you get a videographer, Jeff. Is that... Yeah, I get the videographer as far as magazines go. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, and that's an industry magazine. So yeah. um, we were getting Entertainment Weekly for a while there, right? But oh, it, yeah. I, I, I gave you guys a gift subscription. Thanks, you bastard, because I extended that. I'm now buying it. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, actually extended <laughs> it. I do still get I thought it is. I haven't seen EW. one in a while. That's because I pull yeah. it into the bathroom for my reading. Yeah, it's, oh. good. it's a good mag still. Yeah. Yeah, I sub- I, I, let's see. I subscribe to uh, EGM. Well, I used to. I'm going to subscribe to it when it comes back to GamePro. Game Informer, Play, Humanist, Skeptical Inquirer. I subscribe to Wizard. What's the Humanist? It's a secular humanist uh, magazine. Okay, like Thomas More. Uh, it's it's uh, pretty much uh, separation of church and state. Oh, okay. Kind Go of on. Just essays on. Cool. Go on. And skepticism. What it doesn't got is Juggernaut. <laughs> the Juggernaut magazine. <laughs> Juggernaut Monthly. Big 120 jugs. pages of what? What Juggernaut is? Shroud. <laughs> what the hell is Shroud? Shroud is a uh, horror short fiction quarterly. How do you have time to read all these? Anyway, go on. I uh, also... He in the bathroom. Yeah. I can tell. Uh, also subscribe to uh, Rumorg and uh, mm. uh, don't do Fangoria anymore. It's just, just not worth it. And oh, so we have the Horror Hound. That was a great one. Horror Hound's great. This fucking guy. That's I, I love ma- I love. I love I going to the mail and having a magazine you there going. You should see his bathroom. Uh, it's like... Four feet high of magazines. By the way, guys, there's a st- stack of magazines by the door. Anybody interested in them? By all means. <laughs> I'm not all so surprised, yours. Barry, by that he has time to read. I'm surprised that where does he get the money to subscribe to all this stuff? <laughs> well, it's actually it's actually cheaper to subscribe. That's why I subscribe because it does. It's hell of a lot cheaper than buying them individually. Yep. I, for the price of three magazines, I get a year full. Yep. I used to get a bunch of magazines. Now I only get AVN. <laughs> what more do you do? Don't you get Pirate? Uh, I go and buy that. Okay, okay. Pirate Magazine and AVN. Porn and Pirates. That's my life, people. I will say it's made it a lot easier slash tougher since Tanga came into because it's like Woot where it's one deal one day, but they have the six categories. One category is always a magazine. Oh, really? And sometimes, of course, it's stuff I don't care about. Parenting, travel outdoors, mm-hmm. you know. But a okay, Recently, I purchased a year subscription to Green Lantern for six bucks. So it's very pirates just seem like they would naturally to go together. They do. I wonder if they've made a movie about. I think they have. I have a poster in my room. Interesting. And the latest magazine on Tanga is Car and Driver, so you can skip that one. Usually, it's about once every month and a half. There's an awesome magazine. Game Informer was on there for like six bucks. Hey, you were telling me about Tanga recently. Tell tell us about it again, because. Tanga. Oh, my, my Batman shins? No, Tanga. The, <laughs> what about Tanga? The, it's a subscription thing, right? No, no, it's, it's, like, it's like Woot. Oh, okay. Where it's, it's like just, one deal one yeah, day, okay, but, yeah. but right. they have six categories. They have their one thing, which could be anything. Usually it's electronic. Mm-hmm. Magazine, a t-shirt, piece of jewelry. I can't remember what the bottom corner thing is, but most importantly, a board or a card game. Yep, right now on the deal is a three-pack of electrical sockets with a remote control, car and driver subscription, Tiffany-style heart-toggle necklace and bracelet combo, Junta 3rd edition board game from West End Games, and Robot Fantasy Football t-shirt. West End Games? Robot Fantasy Football t-shirt? Yeah, it's kind of Yeah, they tend to have some pretty funky shirts on there. Nah, you don't want to subscribe to its newsletter. That's that's not a very good uh, thing. But on Woot, we have a bipolar satin knife. Yeah, but to be fair, Woot is doing a Woot off, which means it's changing like every five minutes. Oh. They got a nice shirt. Same knife that was on there like an hour ago. Yeah, because no one bought it. Here's more knives. It's a trap shirt. <laughs> really? You're serious? Yeah. Nice. It's a trap. Let's see. It's a trap. Stop it's got the, what's it, Admiral Akbar and one of those yeah. finger traps. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's a trap. I want that shirt. That's How much is that? Ten bucks. Go buy it. Really? Uh, ten bucks? That's, that's it. it. That's it's, a it's a fine deal. And they there. have wine woot. Wine.woot.com. Yeah, you Ah, it's yeah, but pricey. they're a little pricey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they usually have like, you know, $20, but you get three bottles of wine. That's it's not bad at all. That's a good deal. And I'm trying. I'm so desperately trying to build up my collection of wine, but it just it, it just I recedes. just keep drinking it. I oh. keep drinking it. I don't wine drinking juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Dude, I, I don't know. The whole bottle is split amongst all the gamers <laughs> on game night. 
That's true. That don't, don't last long. Usually it's split between Barry and two other people. Let me, like set the ta- let me set the picture for you, folks. You walk into Barry's house, the game table is set up, and there are wine glasses at every position. And there's a bottle of wine sitting on the table. Who wants wine? And it goes from there. Who doesn't want wine with their talisman? It's, now, it's in the rules. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just setting up the, the, the picture for you. And well, it's also very good to drink when you're playing D&D. <laughs> it, makes, right. it makes the GM that's, that's much more true. generous. That's true. And I realize I have to not drink when I'm, when I'm DMing because <laughs> Deb get, cheats. Yeah. Bitch cheats. <laughs> My fucking girlfriend cheats at D&D when I DM. Okay, how, how because she'll cheated? roll like a one and then like move she'll it real quick. It? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't roll a one. You just wow. flip the paper real fast. That's pretty awful. <laughs> That's pretty awful. I not never caught the, her. Not for the party it isn't. <laughs> I never I caught her. But if I do... So well, come over if there. If you haven't caught her, then how do you know she does? Because this? she told me. <laughs> she told you. Yes. Well, at least she's honest about it. I don't think. Uh, she, I don't think she knew I was in earshot when she was telling Heather. But <laughs> cheats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, folks, that's Couchcast. Is there something we missed in our week in geek? Write to us comments oh. at ollycouchshow.com. Oh. What have you got for the juggernaut? Well, I want to know from people: Is there a Harry Potter porn? All right. Did so, I miss it somehow? So let Barry know. Is there Harry Potter porn? He wants to know. It. It's and probably all was made in the seventies, back when Big Bush was in, because that that's all Harry Potter porn. You reached too far back for that joke. <laughs> it's all Harry. It was just too much. Harry Potter and the gobble of something. And like I want to gobble. Thank Harry all Potter of you. Gobbling the fire bush. <laughs> I want to thank all of you who have subscribed, who listen. Uh, we really appreciate you joining in. And, of course, uh, spread the word if you enjoy the show, because uh, the, the more the geekdom, the better. So. <laughs> so until next time, I am Master Torgo. I'm the balloon nut juggernaut. And 80s Jeff. We'll see you next week in Geek.